Hey everybody, this is Dave Lane. Happy to join you today with the Toast to Growth podcast, a podcast dedicated towards helping you achieve growth, have fun, and win along the way. We're going to be talking to different partners of ours from all across the beverage space, different people that we're going to engage with and ask them how they achieve growth, how they help their team grow, how they help their customers grow, and how they've had a good time doing it all the way. Today, I am joined by Jill Potter. Jill, welcome to A Toast for Growth. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Where do you work, Jill, and what do you do? What's your role? I am the Vice President of Supplier Business Development. I specifically support the uh, Proximo portfolio for the RNDC network based here out of Dallas, Texas. You are, and it's fun. You do, And, and you do a lot. You have a really uh, high-energy style in your presentation, and you're a lot of fun to work with. And most importantly, you are always kicking people's ass to grow and go get it done. And I appreciate that. I think that uh, your fire and your energy is something that, that we can all learn from, which, I, which I, I enjoy. So what path took you to this role? You know, how, how did you land? How did you uh, find yourself here? You know, um, I think it was a very unordinary path. So I started with the industry as a sales rep down in San Antonio and on-premise spirits and loved it. And at the time, the way the structures were in terms of growth, there were limited opportunities because, you know, in the on-premise spirit specific channel, it was a little bit more limited in that market. And then we continued to grow as a distributor and as a company and merged with more and more markets and other uh, families, which has been great. So I found myself, I diverted a little bit and went out of sales and went into a training and recruiting role at the request of who's one now one of our region presidents um, who at the time just tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, we've got a new position. No one's done it before in this market, but this position has existed in some other markets. What do you think? You know, wanted to, to get your thoughts on it kind of thing. That role led me into some other HR positions, which then really got me. I think one of the most pivotal roles that I've held within the organization was when I got tapped on the shoulder again to work on the integration that we were working on with another distributor partner and just that experience, which was, you know, scary as all get out because I, I didn't have, you know, merger and acquisition specific experience. But what I had done is worked in sales, worked in training, worked with HR and operations. And so because I had kind of touched those different parts of the organization, our leadership felt like, you know, I'd, I'd be able to help facilitate those conversations across those teams between two uh, distributors. And so I did that as the integration and, and strategy. And it was really scary because it was a sunset position. You know, I was told coming into it, this is not a forever position. We we don't know what's going to happen. You're like, wait, wait, I'm not near my sunset. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I had no idea where I was going to go from, from there. So it was probably one of the biggest risks I took in my career within the organization. But in doing that, then I, I was kind of, you know, awarded the opportunity to work with Scott Lambert on the SBD team, Russell Motes for the SBD team for the wine side. And I just kind of started partnering with them and having conversations about getting back into the sales sector. And so... That's how I so this, this is this is cool. So here's the deal. This is a podcast about growth. This is about helping people understand how they can go achieve personal growth, career growth, and uh, really just kind of evolve in their lives. And you touched on a few themes and the and the pathway that took you to where you are that I think are important for everybody to understand. First and foremost, what I loved uh, that you talked about was going cross functional. You know, you, you basically went from on premise to HR to a more broad role. You did some integration work. I mean, you really are a classic example of somebody who embraced different functions uh, to achieve growth. And I, I think that, uh, you know, I think there's one of two real easier ways typically to, to achieve growth. One, you move geographies. 
Uh, two, you change total industries or companies, and that's a really hard one. But within a company, a lot of people struggle with the idea, how, how can I get outside the lane? How can I go do different stuff? And I fear sometimes people lock in on this is my path, this is my lane, I'm going to wait for the next person to come along, and then I'll take that, and I'll take that, and I'll take that. Uh, but you correctly recognize the value of going cross-functional. Do, yeah. you, do you agree with that? Absolutely. And I mean, I think one of the bigger challenges is too, when I talk to people about their career opportunities is one of the things that I think that you, you kind of have to have blinders on for is not worrying about titles. I mean, there's a lot of things. I was never chasing a title. And I was told at one point in my career, you know, titles will come with experience and credibility and reputation and those things. And I really feel like that's what's happened. I mean, I've been with the company going on 20 years this August. And this is the first time I'm a vice president, quote unquote. And I'm proud of that, you know, but a lot of people, I think when you come into the organization, it's easy because, and again, we take people from the trade and from suppliers. And so everybody's structure is different, Um, but not being worried about the titles, being more honed in on the experiences that you get within each one of those roles, you know? And I think in a lot of the roles that I've had, even in that particular position, when I was probably like an HR manager, my boss at the time asked hey, who wants to be a part of um, this new talent management system, which now is cornerstone that we use as a company? I raised my hand. I had no idea what I was getting into. I didn't know anything about it, but I got to be a part of the team that helped build the you know learning management system that we have today. And I got a ton of experience out of that because you know even though I was in that role of an HR manager I was having to go partner with our sales vice presidents I was having to go partner with operations and kind of getting that cross-functional experience even in that role yeah I mean you're punching up a couple of things first of all you've correctly recognized and as a manager and somebody's been fortunate enough to manage folks I know that you know people often come in and say hey I want that promotion hey I want that title hey I want that and I'm always like you know you're strong stay strong Keep focused, do, on, do your job well, and your career is going to be building up more and more strength. It's kind of like the water getting built up behind the dam. And if you allow that that uh, reservoir to form, it's powerful when you go into your next role. And so, you know, that's a light, that's a lesson that took me a long time to understand. Uh, I've always been go, go, go. And, and, and as you get older, you realize uh, it's important to make sure that you're, you're, you're dancing with your career correctly. And sometimes you lead and sometimes you follow. And you just got to kind of like go that way. And I'm, I'm happy to hear that you've recognized that. One of the other things that you talked about, I think, hovers between influence and control. You know, you're, you, when you go for those titles, you get control, right? And, and, and the thing that most people don't understand is you don't really get control. I mean, the, the fact is, is you don't control your employees. You don't control the day. You don't control. And when you're less focused on a title and you're more focused on doing the job well, you're, you're dealing in a higher value, a higher evolutionary management state, which is influence. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, um, you know, generally speaking, it's just, and again, it's, it's something, you know, people want to earn. So there's nothing wrong with like aspiring for a certain title, but what, you know, I would encourage people is go more for aspiring towards those different experiences and maybe the position in the role, because you can also, get to that title and then things can shift and change, right? You get to be bigger or broader and your scope changes in a, in a positive way. And so you just have to be, I think, accommodating to being okay with that. And then it doesn't hold you back. You yeah, know? right on. 
And uh, look, you've obviously used different energy to drive yourself forward into these different roles, which is cool. And 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 like I said, I know you well enough to know that you are like a fired up, up with up with uh, getting it done kind of person, which is cool. Uh, but what do you like? You know, when you start your day and you need to get fired up, what do you use to fire yourself up? You know, what what can really get you revved up and going? A task list. <laughs> a task list. Now that's not sexy, but it's highly functional. Woo! Yeah, I did I mean, my really, task list. Damn, you know, I'm good. I'm that person, and I've talked to other people, so I know there's people out there. I'm that person that will go to my task list from the day before and and make sure that I check off what I got done. I'm also the person that as new things come up, even though they might be the things that are easier and quicker to do, I will add them to that task list just to be able to check it off. But I mean, really, that's what kind of energizes me because what's satisfying for me is when I have things on my plate, especially if they've been on there for a little while and I finally get to, okay, now I can dedicate the time to go get that done or go, you know, send that communication and and get those things going. Then when I get fired up by really is kind of that response as well. Nice. So when I take that action and then I get the engagement from people from your team or, you know, across the network from states, or I get a state leader that call me that calls me and says, Hey, I saw your communication. Here's our challenge with that. Or here's our issue. Or that to me is, is really what my role is 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 kind of facilitating connecting all the right people to having the right conversations so that we can grow the business not only for the portfolio that I represent but obviously for the organization as a whole. Okay, so what, what I what I like in that is you're, you're talking about being organized and having a having a, a destination in mind as you go. You know, a lot of people I think can just run into the fire, you know, and they can just go and and they don't necessarily know where they're going. If you actually work with task lists and planning and and things like that, uh, it it will help unleash more growth. So I like that. I'm going to guess, do you have more than a daily task list? Do you have, do you have like an annual and a life task list? It's categorized. It's color coordinated. Yeah. I kind of saw that coming. I kind of, I kind of saw that coming. Yeah. Well, look, it's working. (laughs) You go get it and, and keep the color categorization. It's all good. What are some ways that you've helped other people achieve growth? And again, it could be at, it could be at RNDC or it could be in your life. I would say, you know, I think at RNDC, what I try to do is just I just try to be the biggest advocate of, first of all, trying to be available so that when I have, you know, I probably get I've been assigned a lot of mentees in you know years past. But honestly, there's people that haven't been assigned my mentee that informally reach out from time to time just to whether it's to vent or to ask questions or to talk about different, you know, positions inside the organization. And I feel like that's where I help the most because that's where I really get to have that one-on-one conversation that, hey, you have to be comfortable getting uncomfortable. You've got to go take chances. And just because you're not, you know, for your particular market that you might be in, there may not be 10 extra roles like there are in California and Florida and Texas and some of the bigger markets, but you can still grow in the position that you're in by asking for more. And it doesn't always get to, you know, it doesn't come with more money or a higher title. And I just, I'm, I'm such a big advocate of that because, you know, I think that's everyone's, it's easy for that to be people's expectation that, well, if I go take on this extra project or I go take on this extra scope or this extra market, I mean, do you know how many times I got a state or a market added into my scope with like, I mean, it's just, it's the job, right? The job evolves and grows and well, you, but, that's but, how but it this, should be. This goes back to your, your slant towards planning. I mean, you know, uh, in doing your task list and be as organized you are, you got a mind to the future. And so as you were talking, what occurs to me is first of all, you're kind of like filled of dreams. You know, if you build it, they will come. You know, you don't get caught up in the details and, and you know, what do I need at this moment to make this fair and equitable for me through my eyes right now when the reality is, 
it's like you're getting another college course paid for and being given this and it's an investment in you and people should realize that mm-hmm. and I, I think another I think another aspect of that that's really popular today that I that I subscribe to is pay it forward you know if, if you do, if you constantly go out there and and and, and do what's right for others it always comes back to you. And so if those others are a corporation that you work with or those others are a friend group or whatever, if you keep putting it out there, it comes back positive and, and, and it becomes a big driver of growth right. in and of itself. Well, and I think we're in a great organization too because it's not only about the individual being willing to take those chances, but it's also about leadership being able to take a chance on me. You know, you see the potential in people, but it may not always still be the best fit, you know? And so I think that's where I've been lucky as well, because we I've had great leaders inside this organization that have tapped me on the shoulder to say, look, we don't know if you can do it either, but we we believe in your potential and you've got the credibility to try and we're going to help you get there together because it's new for everybody kind of thing. So I think the fact that we've got leadership inside our organization that is open to that as well. And then that's how I can pay that forward because when people come to me and say, hey, what do you think of this person for this role? You know, that's where I can also help. Hey, take a chance. You know, you got to take some risk too on who you're trying to include on your teams and, and help them grow for sure. And what I like about you talking to you a couple times now, you've brought up that you, whoever it is, a mentee or anybody, when you talk to them, you engage with them. You know, you think about it. You, you challenge them to go. You know, you, you challenge them to uh, to to maybe expand what they see as their immediate reality. And so I really think uh, being present as a leader is important and and actively listening and actively engaging uh, with the folks around you. I think that we owe it to all of our associates to do that. Um, one of the things that I like that you do that's that's of equal, if not even more importance, is you model. You know, at the end of the day, you model uh, the behaviors of your coworkers. You model the so you, you know by what you do, whether you know it or not. Everybody's watching, and and that's a great way to help others achieve growth. I think so. It's good that way. Thank you. What are some of the most impactful resources that you've used to channel growth? Obviously, inside the organization, I've got you know lots of my own kind of formal, probably I would call them mentors, sponsors, you know, individuals like that that I can trust and go ask to have you know, lunch with and have those kinds of conversations. And then honestly, I know this sounds terrible to say, but especially when I was in that last position, you can bet I was on the website all day long looking up. There's so many platforms out there that you can go find information for. Or I would be on calls sometimes where there would literally be things that were talked about that I had no idea what the, um, you know, the verbiage even meant. And so I would go in and kind of look things up on my own. And then I would find platforms or you find all these resource centers where you can get, you know, free information. And it really was about seeking that out. I mean, one time I went to see a speaker and she had spoke about the fact that if I sat in the room every time that I was, you know, especially as a woman, the only woman in the room and told them that I didn't know what they were talking about in that moment, she said, you know, why would I do that? You know, my, my, the, the guy sitting next to me is not necessarily doing that. He may not know either. And so I really always kind of took that and felt better about the fact that it's okay to have those moments where you don't know the answer, but you're going to go, you know, seek them out. And obviously when I'm around my, my peers and my, you know, leadership, I can tell them I don't know the answer. But, um, you know, I was in situations where I was talking with a whole nother wholesaler at times too and wanted to make sure I was getting the right information across. And so absolutely, I would say resources wise, it's all about going and finding it. 
yourself. You know, we have a lot of great things, even on our, our uh, learning management system inside the organization, you can go type in a subject and they've got new little, you know, one to two minute snippets of information and, and training sessions because so much of that stuff is out there on, you know, YouTube videos like I probably shouldn't say, but that my husband uses all the time to learn how to do new things inside the house, you know? So um, I think that's yeah, just kind of the new way. those have never really worked for me. Sometimes you watch videos and it just doesn't sink in. And, right. that, and the doing things around the house never ends well for me or anybody who's associated with it. So you touched on a couple of things that I really like. First of all, for those people interested in growth, it doesn't just happen by chance. You talked about going out and pounding the internet and doing your research and, and just hitting it and hitting it and hitting it. And I want to make sure everybody understands hard work is the key to growth. You know, you got, you got, that's why you have to do something you like because you won't be able to focus on working hard uh, on something that you don't enjoy. So number one thing for growth is do what you like. And, and, and a number two thing about growth is you got to do what you like because there's a matter of pounding the rock. You know, you got to put the time in, you got to go out there and get it. And I like that you said that. Is there, is there anything else? that you uh, think is important to impart on our listeners uh, in terms of growth or winning or uh, helping others? You know, I think I would just kind of leave it with, it's just about raising your hand, you know, and being willing, like I said, to being comfortable with being uncomfortable and um, taking chances. And you're right about the hard work. You should feel overwhelmed. You know, even when I complained to my boss today about being overwhelmed, I always kind of then say, but, but that's okay, I like that. You know, I, I want to be overwhelmed because to your point, I guess, which I hadn't really thought about before, it is because you're working hard and you should have multiple things going at one time to where you always kind of feel that a little bit of that, you know, anxiousness of, of having a lot on your plate. Because if I didn't have a lot on my plate, then, you know, then I'm not doing my job. That's right, man. And having a lot of things to do uh, beats the invert, inverted opposite. That's right. um, so anything else we should ask her, guys? You guys danced around talking about ego, but didn't actually call it out. But that's great. Like dissolve the ego and submit to like the, the task. It's, it's funny because I mean, you, you go through all the time. I feel like when you're dating, you go through, you know, is, is the person really, you know, are they cocky or are they confident? And I just think there's something about, and I think especially as a woman, it's, it's sometimes it is a little bit harder to be okay with being and be comfortable being confident because, you know, it can be looked at as being you know, overly confident and, you know, and maybe sometimes I am, but I don't really care. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> that sound bad. <laughs> no, it sounds right. You know, you gotta, you gotta be aware of the dynamic you have with other people, but at the end of the day, to, to, to be a leader, you have to have confidence. Otherwise you'll have self doubt and second questioning and then you'll pause and you won't, you won't, you'll, you'll freeze growth. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, listen, uh, for any of the listeners who want to reach out to you, should they reach out to your email address? Of course. Yeah. Anytime. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, email me. Shoot me your Okay. What's your email thoughts. address? It's uh, jill.potter at rndc-usa.com. So there we have it, Jill. Thank you. It's been really fun talking to you. Appreciate and, the time. Uh, look forward to more chats in the future. All Take right. Care. Thanks, Dave. All right.